Okay, looks like you are ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Good right. morning. <laughs> and looks like there's another plus in TV land. Can't they come up with something more innovative than yeah than the the plus? Plus, may as well use that. Yeah, you never know when a financial windfall is going to hit your stations with political money. You never know. And it continues to get tougher to be a local TV station for local sales guys on the street. We're going to talk about all of that on this edition of Media Insultant. I'm Jackson Weaver in Seattle area and my co-host Keith Samuels. We get together each Tuesday and Friday, get together and talk about our opinions, ideas, comments, and occasionally rude uh, rude comments about some of the things and the ideas. Not too often the people, but rude comments about some of the dumb ideas that are floating around, uh, which we won't get into right now. But uh, I'm but, still but a little blown Just away. wait. <laughs> Wait for that episode of Media Insultant. It's coming. I'm still a little blown away. Saw Hamilton this weekend, and I'm still suffering from a little uh, little shock because that was just such an overwhelming presentation. But my co-host Keith Samuels in L.A. he is in much better shape, so I'm going to count on him to carry the weight of this program today. I'll do all I can, Jackson. You know, I'm here. I'm your wingman. You are, and I appreciate it. So we welcome you to the Friday, August 26th episode of Media Insultant. Well, we forgot to mention National Radio Day or whatever, uh, but our friends in the business celebrated, I noticed, by posting old pictures, uh, by posting old air checks, by posting old radio stories on social media. Now, that's all great. You know, I'm as into the old geeky stuff as anybody, but what about the future? What promise does radio have as you look forward? That's going to be the question. And, you know, uh, we sometimes feel like Media Insultant is a requiem for the radio business, you know, because yeah. it just is getting tough. But before we get into today's first story, Keith, I do want to do a get well shout out okay. to my old friend Gary Woolley Waldron who was our program director at KCPX back in my salad days on the radio at KCPX back in the 70s. Gary was a fabulous guy to work for. His nickname was Woolley and we went to he went on to own several stations in Salt Lake. His son Gary Jr. is still in the business. He's on air talent for uh, 103.5 The Arrow and Woolley had a heart attack here about a week ago and he's oh. recovering. He uh, was a little worse than I think they thought it would be in the surgery, but he's in good hands, and we're counting on him to get back soon. So a shout-out, get well, Wooly, and uh, we love you all. Okay? So, Keith, no wonder selling local TV advertising is getting tougher. The audience is getting smaller, and to wit, we mm. see that it was just bound to happen. Streaming video last month now is the leading source, leading source of video viewing. Broadcast is down to 21% of viewing. Streaming, OTT, that kind of stuff is about 35%. Cable is at 34%. Now, there weren't any sports on broadcast during this time period, so that is going to mitigate that somewhat, you know, because that is one of the big pulls for broadcast TV. But I look at this and I think, boy, this must be really hard when you're on the street selling. You used to be able to say, well, it was, you know, you can buy one of three or four TV stations in the market, maybe five mm -hmm. or six in a major market. And now, you know, well, you know, you're kind of at the bottom of the pecking order. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, it's tough. And you don't have to remind anybody selling local television that that's the case. And you don't have to remind them 
about all the old guys that used to sell television when their local news used to get a 20 share or a 25 shares, or we got a 30 share of the news at 6 o'clock and got big dollars for it. Now it's like they're lucky to get a share. And so it's just, you know, the, the, you know, the video business has just been so fractionalized that, you know, it makes this really tough. You know, tele, te, linear television, as they call it, traditional television, you know, does this, when you say cable and, and broadcast, you mean broadcast any way they could watch it? Because I watch broadcast television on cable. So uh, there's no, a, this is, this would be broadcast on cable. Okay. So you're watching linear television broadcasting on cable. On cable, yeah. And I haven't I haven't watched it through rabbit ears in, in 40, yeah. 45 years. Right. So, you right. know, it's like... And I think that's part of it. You know, cable went from 12 channels back in the uh, early 80s to 24 channels and, you know, the mid-80s to 64 channels. And now it's like... 600 channels. Yeah, it's yeah. hundreds of channels. And then you got streaming and it's connected TV and all this other stuff. So, and all of these organizations have sales teams, okay? We talked about Amazon on Tuesday, and Amazon's got this massive sales team out there. That's, you know, so yeah, I, if you're a TV rep and you're showing up at an ad agency reception area for making your one of three in-person sales calls this week, because your manager has you working on your CRM full-time, and it's like, <laughs> uh, who are the, who are the, you're from Amazon? Whoa, what Amazon and sitting over here, guys? You know from from uh, the you know the, you know, from Microsoft that are selling Netflix, and you got oh my God, you got guys selling everything. So you know it's just how, how do you cut through and, and make it? And and the fact of the matter is, they know they can't get the dollars they used to, which is why all of those television networks have their streaming services now. You got Paramount Plus, you got um, Tubi, uh, you've got uh, Peacock. Peacock, you got Peacock, right. you know, you got all this stuff going on, and because they know they've got to compete against all these other forms of entertainment, and and uh, boy, it's just rugged to be a local guy. So I guess if I wanted to be a local guy, it probably be best to be a local guy in Spokane, or in uh, you know Colorado Springs, or you know Tucson, or something like that. You, you at least you have some local dollars that you can influence, you know. But if you're in if you're in a major market, you're get you're just getting crushed. Well, but I think there, and, and these are my takeaways. I have two takeaways for you, Keith, on this. One is that television, linear television, still in any market, is the fastest way to have a big audience. Now, that may not be a particularly big audience in relation to what we could deliver 25 or 30 years ago, but it's still the biggest local audience you can right. get at one time. That's true. So there's that. And, you know, I was reminded of how fragile the digital ecosystem is. I saw a story the other day that Meta uh, has been taking ad budgets that a client comes in and says, okay, we want to spend $200,000 spread out over a month. And Meta is spending the money and placing it in six hours. And nobody knew. They just blew through it in six hours. And nobody knew. And the client comes back and goes, well, wait a minute, this is not. And Meta goes, oh, we didn't know. And, you know, it's just. I wanted, I wanted like a flight. I wanted it to exactly. cover this period of time. And they went, uh, well, yeah, we did it. Six hours, all gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, that is one nice thing about local television advertising is there's no digital fraud. You know, right. Meta and Google all say, trust us, really. Trust us. This will run. Who knows? Well, and, here, and here's the other thing that I'm reading about a lot, and it's a trend we, we need to keep our eye on because we love to insult people who abuse our business. And this is the frequency of ads that are running on these OTT services. 
Okay, so if you watch Hulu or if you watch Pluto or Tubi or any of these other ad-supported connected TV services, you're seeing the same ads over and over and over and over again because they've promised impressions, and they're going to get those damn impressions if it kills them. And so you just you just go, oh my god! And not only not only is their ad insertion really horrible, they just interrupt a show when they feel like it. YouTube is famous for this. And, you know, all of a sudden, there's a break. What the hell happened? There was no natural pause in the show, you know. And then it's the same commercial. And now political is leaking in there. And it's just, oh, my gosh. So the CTV guys, they will run anything as often as they can, as much as they can, to get the impressions that they need. And the viewing experience is now coming back to bite them. The people are going, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You know, and the research that's being done is saying that people are really pissed off and abused. They feel like, oh no, that's horrible, horrible viewing experience. I don't want to see that ad again. So it's right. it's it's not it's not it's no picnic for those guys either. But <laughs> well, the insufferable fixation on Plus. We've talked about this: Apple Plus, <laughs> HBO Plus, Discovery Plus, uh, Blogweasel Plus. I mean, it, it goes on and on and Media on. Media Insultant it, Plus. <laughs> Well, we've we've thought about that. You know, we could charge a premium subscription rate. Premium, baby. Ooh, premium. Yeah, yeah. And you'll get it ad-free. That's right. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We are ad-free ad right now. Shit. Forgot about that. But Sinclair now has added the plus to Valley Sports. Uh, tell me what's going on here. <laughs> well, as you know, last year they rebranded um, their the, the Fox Sports Net group that they bought for billions and billions. Sinclair did, and they, they, they sold a naming rights deal to Bally. And so Bally Sports is what your little uh, regional sports net that used to be Fox is called, and we have one of those here in L.A. And it's run by their Diamond Sports Group, okay? And this Diamond Sports Group, a subsidiary of Sinclair, announced last week the launch of their direct-to-consumer streaming service. Get this, Bally Sports Plus, 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 because no one's done that before, and it starts uh, September 19th. So I did a digging around, being the sports expert here on Media Insultant, and uh, besides the fact that they're going to be competing with themselves, you know, who cares? The more channels to watch, the more that we have our name on it, and we'll add the numbers together, and you're going to be fine. But this is a, a, a monthly service. This is a service that, you know, um, is going to be priced at $19.99 a month. Or $189.99 a year, okay? Now, you're thinking, I'm going to get a lot of great content. I'm going to get a lot of stuff I can't get on the cable channel that I subscribe to and pay for, by the way, through Spectrum. No, you're not going to get it anymore. In fact, you're going to get less. You're only getting NBA and NHL. So you're getting NBA basketball and NHL hockey. Wait a minute. No, No baseball? No No, baseball? No No Major League Baseball? No baseball. No baseball. In any of the markets. And no college sports. If you have college sports on your Fox Sports Net or now Bally Sports, they don't here in L.A. Because we have Pac-12 Network and, you know, uh, other stuff. So, yeah, you know, college stuff is elsewhere. But no Major League Baseball. Okay? Now, here in L.A., the Dodgers have their own cable channel, Sportsnet L.A., or is that the Lakers? I forget. Uh, and then the Angels, though, the Angels, though, are on Bally. But for eighteen ninety nine, I don't get to see the Angels. And by the way, the Angels are so awful, no one would pay a dime to watch the Angels this year. But, you're, but here's, the, here's the thing that's really a catch. 
the you're only allowed to watch your local teams. So this isn't a service that you can pay $189 for the year and see all of Bally Sports Plus across the country. No, it's only your teams in your market. And they geofence you. So they know your IP. So if I go to if I come up to Seattle to visit you, but I want to watch the Lakers on my streaming app, you know, on my phone or on my computer, uh uh sorry, not available in your location. So this is just for people in LA who don't subscribe to cable, who want to get Lakers or no, I'm sorry, Lakers is not on Bally. Uh, you want to get hockey, which is the Ducks and the Kings and the Clippers. I can't get the Lakers because they're on their own channel. So yeah, it's uh, well. It's but I like, don't understand. I don't understand. If this is Bally Plus, what's Bally Sports going to cover? Is are they doing? Are they doing the ice skating competition in Anaheim? What what do they cover? They do. They do other fill content. They do game replays. They do uh, you know other things. But in this case, it's only NHL hockey and nba and that is if your nba team doesn't have their own channel like the lakers do now at one point so, there there was there were a couple of markets that were negotiating baseball rights and i thought they had gotten a couple of those cleared is that not true they have baseball in five markets okay you're right they have it in detroit miami kansas city milwaukee and the panhandle in south alabama in you know western florida and south alabama yeah. that's it but i can't buy that that's only for those people that live there, and get you know that, that are you know they're 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 geographically convenient. They're in the service area for Bally Sports Cable Channel, but I can't I can't I, I, I'd love to watch all this stuff, you know I might pay nineteen ninety nine a month to watch all this content and all these sports uh, teams from around the country, but no, it's only my local, only well, my local, and only your local. But it's plus, and if you're if you got plus. a plus, you're you know you're kind of the cool kid in town. Yeah, so, so. The, obviously they obviously they want to try to get more baseball content, and that's not going to be easy, not an no. easy negotiation. And and if they do have college sports, they're governed by their conference deals. They're governed by their own you know their own school right. So that's not that's a, that's a complex negotiation. This is this is complex stuff they're trying to get with in this direct to consumer streaming. And bypassing cable companies. Yeah, and they're bypassing cable. So, you know, they, they they not only compete with themselves, they jeopardize their own revenue from those cable companies. So, all right, we'll keep an eye on it. You know, I have a, uh, <laughs> I have a question. I never thought of Wyoming as a big political revenue state until this year. And it was just amazing. Uh, a company by the name of Ad Impact projected that some $5.3 million was spent in the state for the Republican primary between Cheney and Hageman. Okay, now five point three million dollars. Let's face it, is not a lot of money, except in Wyoming. Only eight hundred thousand people money. in the whole state. They have two television markets: Cheyenne, Laramie, and Casper. That's it. And there's only so much TV can absorb. And so they spent like mad. They spent uh, seven hundred thousand dollars on TV. Digital got more than a million. Even radio. God bless our radio. Yeah. They got. $808,000. And frankly, if you think about it, highest rated radio stations are going to be in Cheyenne. And, you know, probably a, gosh, you know, $35 rate, maybe $40 well, rate. But, but, but this is this is a federal race, right? And, so it's the lowest uh, it's a primary. Rate. So it's the lowest unit rate. So you have to be equal to whatever the lowest rate is on your station. So they so just my, got, cru- they got my crushed. Hunch is they, but my hunch is that the, that the ads bought 
every market. Uh, they bought they bought Cheyenne Laramie. They bought Rollins. They bought Kemmer, Wyoming. They bought every dot place. Jackson. It, yep. In any place that, that had a radio station. What a great windfall. And I guess my thought in it, Keith, is it goes to show that you never can tell when a bonanza is going to come to town. Because Wyoming was never a big political market. A couple of years ago here in this state of Washington, the Costco organization got behind taking liquor sales away from the state and putting it into private stores. Well, all of a sudden, they spend over $20 million in the market to get that passed, to get that initiative passed. So, you know, from time to time, political can be a nice little windfall for stations. Uh, But, you know... And for those poor stations in Wyoming, I feel bad for them because they're going to have had a great quarter, and that <laughs> that's is, it. And then it's they're going to be—that's right—they're going to be back to selling at uh, Mama Desi's uh, Cauldron Bakery in downtown Rawlins. That, yeah. That's going to be a drag. Or my favorite—oh God, I forgot the name of it. My favorite Westernware store ever. It's like a six-foot story, uh, six-story uh, Westernware store in Casper, Wyoming. Oh gosh, it was just ho 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 ho. You know, boots <laughs> on one floor, saddles on another floor, Wranglers on another floor. It was it was the greatest shopping experience of my life. But you know, here's what's interesting. You're talking about it's hard to to predict. No, it's been really easy to predict. They knew this was going to happen. This was going to. This was. They were trying to s- save Cheney, but they didn't. And now it's over. Now, now that the that that race has been settled, they won't get that windfall this fall. That's it. Oh, you know, no. No. you know, uh, where you want is you want not only contested primaries, but you want contested general elections. So, like the guys in Arizona or Georgia, uh, you know, places that were never political hotbeds now have become just unbelievable windfalls in terms of dollars. That's Here right. in California, it, we're driven by the initiative stuff. That's the only thing that we really get to vote on. Where you never know what's going to happen because uh, we're pretty much a one-party state. So if there's not a recall, not much is happening. But this this time around, there's this. Um, what's really unusual is that in November we're voting on whether to allow sports betting, and there's two different initiatives in California that are being brought to the voters. And frankly, I can't tell the difference, but they both involve legalizing sports betting, and and one is better than the other apparently. Uh, for the Indian tribes, and you know, so you have FanDuel and DraftKings and BetMGM and all these big national casino, you know, online betting companies dumping millions of dollars. The local, the Indian tribes that have their own casinos but aren't allowed to have sports betting are fighting it, and so they're spending like sailors. Uh, to to, uh, to to beat back this stuff, and you can't go a break without seeing, you know, this stuff going on. So again, TV stations are just you know living at the trough. Cable network, cable sellers are living at the trough, and radio guys are too. So if you're in the right state with the right issue, you know, it's just back the truck up and load up those dollars. That's right. That's right. Well. Well, I get the truck out of the garage because we've got to pick up some some bucks here today, this afternoon. Uh, We need to take a break. We're back next Tuesday and uh, with more of our opinions and comments on what's going on in the media space. Media Insultant drops new shows each Tuesday and Friday on all the podcasting platforms. Video is at Vimeo on Media Insultant Showcase. Or just click on the QR code for a quick link to the video showcase if you see it on screen. Kind of hard to do it on a podcast, but we're working on audio QR codes as we speak. Yeah, right. Okay. 
Media Insultant is a production of InTown Media, an interim management company. And Com- Jackson, we're just the right guys to do interim management for Cox Radio in Tampa and Houston. There's a big opening there because my buddy Keith Lawless just resigned. He's going to hang it up, take a break. So, Rob Babin, give us a call. We're, we're standing by to help you manage those markets for you. For Just the same shameless plug for InTown Media. That's all Boy, that, was, that was as shameless as they get. All right. Thank you, Keith. Comments are always welcome at Jackson at InTown Media. Media Insultant will be back on Tuesday, Keith, and I will see you then. See you then.